0: from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We're excited to have Lauren Berryman joining us here, the owner of Ohm Home Organizing. Yes, she's here to help us who are organizationally challenged like myself, and I'm sure there's so many of us out there. Welcome to the show today. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you
1: for having me. Well,
0: thanks for being here. Excited to have you. First and foremost, uh, tell us where you're from.
1: So I'm in Livonia, Michigan. It's a metro Detroit area.
0: Beautiful. And the name of the company is Ohm Home Organizing. Tell us the website. How do we spell that?
1: It's O-M-H-O-M-E-O-R-G-A-N-I-Z-I-N-G dot com.
0: Beautiful. So we're going to talk today about your work as a professional organizer and operator. I love this. More power to you. It's a one-woman company. I love it. You're a hard worker, and you love what you do. So please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what brought you here. How did you get into this business?
1: So I actually always said, even growing up and you know going into college, boy, if I could just organize stuff for a living, I would. Is that even a job? <laughs> And then, um, you know, I graduated college, I did corporate life, but it was never really very fulfilling and I started to see the home edit and the Marie Kondo and all of that out there and I realized, hey, this is a job and I can do it and I went ahead and pursued it, looked into it, I took an online course and got certified and I started up my business and here we are. <laughs>
0: Wow, congratulations. Hold on, hold on. So you always love to organize. So go back to when you were a child. Do you remember like organizing your toys or how early back do you remember the love of organizing?
1: Um, well one thing I remember specifically is every year when it was time to buy new school supplies, I was actually the kid who was excited about it because I would pick out all the color coordination and I'd make sure everything had a proper label and everything was in its correct folder. So that was really exciting for me. And yes, my room was always... Every toy went back to its correct place when I was done playing with it. My parents loved it.
0: Oh, my goodness. Was anyone else like this in the family, or was it like you, the first one? Oh, it's just
1: me. <laughs> Everyone else in my family does not I mean... They get it, but they're like, we don't know how your brain works that
0: way. Well, I I commend you. Look, I have a 6- and 8-year-old, and uh, my dining room is a toy room. There's piles of mail. There's upstairs in the hall. There's piles of bills. I can't get it together, and I know a lot of people can't. Let's explain the mental process behind this. Why can people not keep themselves organized? Explain. Give me some examples of what you're noticing.
1: So I've noticed a lot is... um It's mostly just a feeling of overwhelm. You know, like, I can't seem to handle all of this at once. And I say, well, then you don't handle it all at once. What what you do is you just focus on this one little pile right here. And when you're done, if you're done, that's it. That's fine. You can worry about anything else later. But this one pile here, just get through it. And next time you get um, a piece of junk mail or a piece of mail, put it in the correct place. Even if that place is, I'm going to deal with it later, I myself have a mail slot by the door that's like, I'm going to put this in here and I'm going to let it pile up until I'm ready to look at all of these. And that's fine. You have to to be in the correct mental state to not feel overwhelmed by what you're doing. That's the biggest thing I've seen is people just feel overwhelmed. And you just try not to let it get to the point where it's too much for you to even think about.
0: All right. Guilty. I get it. Well, let's talk about some of the stuff that you're clearing in homes. Let's break it down for us. What type of areas, what type of rooms, or is everything uh, and anything, uh, you know, off limits? Or tell me specifically what you do. So
1: nothing is off limits for me. I'll help out with any project, um, any space in the area of the home. There's a lot of, of course, home offices these days. Um, There's a lot of craft rooms that I like to, to work with. I actually just finished up a craft room yesterday, and it was, So satisfying for both me and the client. It was amazing. They're so happy that now they'll be able to sew and do all of their crafts all winter. Um, I also work in garages and attic spaces, basements, any, any area that you feel has just gotten too cluttered and you can't even look at it without feeling like, oh, I'll never be able to find anything in here. What I try to do is come in and just make sure you can find what you need. Sometimes that involves purging, getting rid of things that you know you'll never use or haven't seen in years and you'll never miss it. But it's mostly about, oh, if I need a gardening tool in my garage, I know where all of my gardening stuff is now.
0: I love that feeling, my goodness. So attics, sheds, basements, uh, kitchens, bedrooms, bathrooms, what is the most common thing that you say you do?
1: Uh, most commonly I would say kitchens are a big one and they are the most challenging because it's such a commonly used space everyone's going in and out things are constantly being moved, eaten, changed so just trying to have a system of following what is where and you know what you have and trying to follow well it's, it's a holdover from my logistics space but to follow first in first out so when you buy a new jar of pasta sauce, you realize, oh, I already had five jars, so I'm not going to buy pasta sauce for a long time. It also saves on weight.
0: Got it. Well, also, let me ask you this. What would you say, um, you know, a lot of people here uh, have trouble organizing, and how do you tell them how to or teach them how to let go? Because there's a lot of emotional attachment to our stuff, and I'm sure you experience this.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's true. And I always tell my clients, you know, I'm not here to make you get rid of anything. I'm here to help you make those choices. And I try to just help talk you through of you haven't seen this in two years. Have you missed it? Have you have you been looking for it? And if you've been looking for it, then we're going to find a spot where you know you're going to find it when you think of it. And otherwise, it's time, you know, to just let it go, say thanks for your service, and I actually hold a charity garage sale where I even say, if, if you're willing to let me take this out of the home right now, I'll put it in a sale and um, someone else can use it for their home and the money is going to benefit a local charity.
0: Oh, that's amazing. That's putting good things to use. All right, any tips for the homeowner listening today about starting to clean up the clutter by themselves before you come in? What would you
1: say? <laughs> okay, so one of the biggest hurdles, of course, is the purging, because as you said, we do have that emotional attachment. But to to try and just start making piles of, this is trash, this is donatable, this is something that I need to find a home for where I'm going to find it, and these are things that I know I need to keep right where they are. So that's that's categories you can start thinking about. So that is a good way to start. And I always tell my clients when I come in, It's gonna look look worse before it looks better because I have to start making these piles. (laughs) So it's gonna just look like utter chaos. Don't be discouraged by that. Just keep at it and try to make sure that you take care of those piles. I even try and say, look, this donate box, we have a clothes box that's going to Goodwill or any of those other slots. We're gonna put this right in the hall where you're gonna see it every day and it's gonna bother you until you put it in your car and you take it. (laughs)
0: Yeah. My goodness. Well, you know what? Also some other recommendations. You mentioned mail could be an issue, junk. Let's go paperless. Little things like that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm a big proponent of trying to help the environment, you know, trying not to throw away as much as we can avoid putting in a landfill, try to recycle as much as we can. So, you know, if if you have the mental energy that mail in and you say, oh, this is a junk flyer. this is something I don't need, put it immediately into your recycle bin. You don't need to put it on the table and let it pile up. Just right in the recycle bin, you know you don't need it. If it's a bill you need to pay, you put it in that tray or that slot or that, that office area that you know, this is my bill-paying spot, and when I sit down and I open up my computer, I'm going to pay that bill.
0: Got it. Well, also, I was reading that you do home staging. What is that specifically?
1: So that is actually, um, I've done a lot of work with realtors. Um, It's a good connection for me. What that is, is when you're moving, um, you can make everything look nice and neat for the photos to list your home. So that means, you know, putting the clutter away and making everything look beautiful and neat and welcoming and inviting. So when people look at those photos, they can picture themselves living there.
0: Ah, Well, that's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Because, yeah, and some of the times when you home stage, do you have all the stuff? Is it yours? Do you, like, keep it in a storage unit? (laughs) Uh,
1: No, I actually try to use uh, what you have for yourself. But there's always the realtors have suggestions and ideas on things that the homeowners can do. Um, I just use what is provided to me. And if I have anything that can help, then I certainly provide it. But I generally don't provide, you know, wall hangings or decorations. Okay. I like to just what the homeowner has.
0: And also, I was reading, what about senior relocation? Explain a little bit about that, how you help the older
1: folk out. Absolutely. So I've done a lot of this over the past couple of years. Um, when you've lived a full life, you, you accumulate a lot of stuff, and you tend to have a big house that you've raised your family in, and when you have the space, you fill the space. But now you're going to be moving to a smaller apartment, to, um, a, you know, a little condo, something like that. And it's going to be half the space, if not less. So you can't bring everything with you. A big part of it is going to be purging. So there's a lot of, you know, what you want to give to family members. you got to, you know, set that up for them to come take. What you want to donate to uh, donation centers and other locations and then figure out what you're going to need to take with you, and make sure that's all packed up and ready to go.
0: All right, what other aspects of your work would you like us to know?
1: Um, Well, a lot of it, too, is about that peace of mind. You know, even if it's just that tiny junk drawer that bothers you, you know, everyone has a junk drawer, right? No project too small to bring you that peace of mind, where if If it's something that's on your mind and weighing you down, I want to help you feel better about it. I want to help you feel at peace and in your home, everything is where it should be. And it really just helps you make the day go a little smoother, helps you feel better about everything going on around you. It just brings that sense of calm. So that's a lot of what I try to focus on is trying to bring the calmness out of the chaos of everyday life.
0: Well, at this time, we got to take a quick commercial break. Would you mind sharing Best Form, All Forms of Contact, and uh, any social media pages or a phone number you want to share, too?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we've got my website, omhomeorganizing.com. Uh, you can contact me by email, which is omhomeorganize, ending with a Z-E, at gmail.com. And then my phone number is 734-787-4252. And you can also send me a message on my Facebook page, Om Home Organizing, or on my Instagram, which is the same, Om Home Organizing.
0: Compassionate Healing Services offers a unique approach to treating mental and physical health conditions. We combine trauma healing with Reiki energy work and other holistic modalities. Compassionate isn't just the name of our business, it's the driving force behind our mission and the people we choose to collaborate with. If you or a loved one struggles with mental health, give us a call at 856 334 0018 or visit chsyoga.com. Compassionate healing services, mental health done differently. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. All right, it's Home Organizing, and that's O-M-H-O-M-E, organizing.com. Also want to point out, if you go to the website, uh, you can find out more about all those services. We're going to talk more today about the bathrooms, attics, basements, closets, garages, decluttering, purging, downsizing, all that she does. Uh, and also, it's great to know that you are certified. Could you talk a little bit about the, your
1: training? Yes, absolutely. So um, one of the things that this this career, is not required, there's no law requirement for you to be certified, but I am. I did take an online course. Um, a lot of the information they provided was, of course, pretty natural to me, you know, everything that I already knew and it makes sense in my brain. Um, but it also helps me with the business aspect side of things and how to, to get that going. But it trains you on the history of how organizing, professional organizing, has become a thing. It really actually has been around since the 70s and 80s, believe it or not, and it's really coming to a forefront now as people are realizing that this is a service that is very helpful to them, and I think a requirement if you really need that uh, peace in your life.
0: Now, you also help people with time management, I was reading. Could you share a little bit of that? And then also I saw digital downsizing.
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, for time management, it's when you have trouble remembering appointments, trouble figuring out where you're supposed to be and when, is I work with you to try and figure out what works best for you. Like for me personally, I keep a paper calendar, and everyone seems to be surprised when I pull it out and write down my appointments. They go, oh, really? You don't just keep it all on your phone? And I'm like, yes, because for me, as soon as I write it down on that piece of paper, it puts it in my brain. If I'm putting it in my phone, for some reason it doesn't stick, it doesn't stay with me. So I like to make sure that my appointments are written down in a way that makes me remember them. And there's also ways of time management where you write down what you do in a day. It's it's kind of meticulous, it's kind of a little bit tedious at times, but every part of your day. You write it down and you keep track and you think, oh, I'm spending way too much time on A, B, and C when I should be doing D. So just to have that physical thing in front of you to see, oh, I need to, I need to start changing my habits and looking at things this way instead, that's something I help you kind of process and work on and figure out ways to work toward that. And in terms of digital downsizing, It's mostly about, you know, finding ways to save those precious digital photos, those files on your computer, which ones you need, and purging out old ones and making sure that everything is stored safely on, you know, external hard drives, thumb drives, other things like that. I know that I personally have a bunch of thumb drives with different trips on them of my photos where I can go, oh, I want to look back at this trip. This is the thumb drive it's on. It's labeled. It's all in this one, you know, 200 gigabytes or whatever small little thing, and that's how I like to keep things.
0: Got it. I love that aspect. Yeah, there's so many. Nowadays, we don't have photo albums, less clutter, but then you have the digital clutter and nothing's sorted out. That's a great idea, and to make sure we have external hard drives, and people might even say, what is an external hard drive? Could you just explain the concept of, of what that is to newcomers out there?
1: Yes, Absolutely. So, um, so your computer has where it stores all your information, your hard drive. So what you do is you plug in basically just this little piece of, of uh, technology that is just the hard drive. There's no screen. There's no interaction. It just stores everything. You plug that in, and you move over what you want to keep off of your computer. I like to keep duplicates just in case something happens to your computer. Your external hard drive is completely separate, from the computer itself. So if something does happen to that computer, you still have those copies and you can still get to everything important of what you need.
0: Got it. And you do offer free consultations, correct?
1: Absolutely, yes. Whenever I get a a new client, I I inform them, hey, it's a free hour, up to an hour of how long you want to spend, you know, whatever your time is. Where I come in and I meet you and I see the project, and i get to know what your goals are and how you want the room to be or the space to be and i talk to you about what you how you operate in the space i always say i'm not organizing this for me i'm organizing it for you i don't live here so i need to know what works for you so that's how i get to know you and what you need out of the space you know the that craft room i mentioned earlier i um i asked this client hey Uh, There's a lot of fabric here. How do you want it organized? Do you want it organized by color? Do you want it organized by fabric type? Do you want it organized by project? And so I needed that feedback from them about how it's going to work best because I'm not going to be going into these fabrics anytime in the future. They are. So that's what that consultation is all about, for me to get to know what you need out of the space.
0: Beautiful. And also, I was reading some of your testimonials. Someone here had mobility issues and physically doing work was really hard in her son's room. So it was really going to be a nightmare for this person. So she said that you understand her physical limitations and takes them very seriously and in consideration for her design, making sure that she functions in the room well. She mentions you have a quick, effective solution for the fastest of curveballs. You're trustworthy, cool, and pet-friendly, comfortable with children of all ages, and won't put your privacy at risk if you need help figuring out or setting up any space you should give her a call any space whatsoever you won't be disappointed that's from audrey uh and Mm -hmm. even samantha talked about having a a previously cluttered storage room in her bedroom insulation drywall ceiling, a little electrical work it's going to be uh, my bedroom i could never have envisioned this before home organizing lauren just helped increase the value of my grandmother's house that was from samantha
1: yes absolutely i I feel so good when my clients, you know, just being able to see that relief on their face and that joy of, of knowing, Hey, this space is mine again. It's not it doesn't just belong to the clutter and I can find what I need and just the joy on their faces. And yeah, with Audrey's son's room, she couldn't even hardly move around in there to get you know, to get his laundry or any of the other things that needed to be done. So I I made sure that Everything was accessible, and obviously it's still a son, a small boy, who is going to make a mess sometimes. But at least now the furniture and everything else storage-wise is put away in a way that Audrey can navigate that room.
0: All right, still got five minutes left in the show. What else do you want your listeners to know about you and all the services you have to offer?
1: Um, well, I always like to talk about one of my biggest success stories. This was very early in my career. I am actually going into my second year of doing this. It'll be two years um, in December, so I'm very, I'm very happy with how things have been going. Um, very early on in my career, my neighbor's friend heard that I was doing this, and she called me up, and she said, hey... I have a room that is a nightmare, and I would like you to come see it. So I went over, and she opened the door, and that was all that we could do was just open the door. You can't walk in this room. Everything was piled about chest high, and uh, she was asking me, "Will you tackle this room? I just want it back." And I said, "Absolutely, I can help you with that." And she goes, "Oh, thank goodness! I've it's been weighing on my mind for so long." This poor woman, she was telling me, had been in a hit-and-run accident. Someone hit her as a pedestrian and just drove away and left her lying there. So she had a couple surgeries um, on her shoulders, and while she was recovering, this room just got completely out of hand. It just became a catch-all where she would throw everything, and she didn't know what to do with it anymore. So I went in, and I... I told her this is going to take a while, and it's going to it's going to be pretty messy. I'm going to spill out in the hallway, but we're going to make this work. And you can see those before and afters on my social media, but it was night and day difference. It took a couple weeks, you know, with a couple of days a week working in there. A lot of stuff had to be thrown away because it was, you know, beyond saving, but we managed to put a lot of things away that were worth keeping and, Worth, uh, worth making shelving space for. And I turned it back into her quilting room because she used to quilt before everything happened. So she wanted to get back into that. And one of the things I made sure to do for her was that every single storage bin or craft bin or anything else I put out was under shoulder height for her. So she never had to reach up for anything because of her now physical limitation. So her desk was low. All of her bins were underneath uh, that section, and the only thing above shoulder height was artwork on the walls, just to make everything look nice. So that was a very, very satisfying result, and I still keep in touch with her. She's so kind and so sweet, and we still paw. I check in every now and then to see how she's doing, and I consider her a friend. And that is one of the lovely things about this as well, is I've made a lot of people I consider friends now through this line of work.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. And do you happen to have, though, uh, one specific area like that you love doing most in a, in a home? Uh, you know, is it the bedroom? Is it the kitchen? I know the kitchen is the busiest, but is there a secret like favorite you have? <laughs>
1: um, honestly, craft rooms are my secret favorite. My mom is a big crafter. I inherited the love of crafting from her. I have my own craft room which sometimes also gets a little out of hand because that's what happens when you're in the middle of a project. But, yeah, craft rooms I love to do because it's one of those things where a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, you know, I have the hobby of collecting craft supplies as well as doing the craft, and it's true. But then you have to make sure that you can find all those craft supplies because just like in a kitchen, you think, oh, I know I have yellow yarn somewhere. But I don't know where, so now I have to go buy more yellow yarn. <laughs>
0: oh, my goodness. Oh, Well, let's remind everyone, if you don't mind, um, uh, how we can reach you on social media, phone number, uh, website, all
1: of the above. So my phone number is 734-787-4252. My website is omhomeorganizing.com. And my email is o-m-h-o-m-e organize, ending with V-E, at gmail.com. And uh, you can find me. You can also message me on my Facebook or my Instagram, at both titled Om home organizing. And any way to reach me, I have the WhatsApp, and I have all of those connections. I, they're all on my phone, so it's, I usually respond pretty quickly when you reach out. Uh, unless I'm working, then I'll respond as soon as I
0: can. <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us, and looking forward to the next time we connect. Really, a pleasure having you on today and knowing that you're here to help so many people. Thank you so much, and uh, really, I hope we get to talk again soon. Thank you so
1: much for having me. This
0: was wonderful. No, so are you, and I wish I wish you lived closer. But do you do virtual sessions as well?
1: Um, I actually am working on setting that up, yes. to awesome. To do um, Yeah, to do some online work with people and and kind of just counsel and coach.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a plan. All right, we'll be in touch. You have a great day. Thanks again. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network.
1: This is you over 30 years ago.
0: Are we there yet? Are we there yet?
1: And this is your mom when you drive her back from therapy. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. AARP gives you the information to help care for your mom so that you can have patience with her just like she did with you. Visit aarp.org caregiving or call one 877 Three 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 five eight eight five to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Are we there yet? Remember, visit aarp.org/caregiving. AARP, we help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.